This is Brooke, and you're listening to the Vintage Gardener Podcast, which is where I give you tips and tricks on gardening, particularly if you're like me and you're gardening in southern New Jersey, which is zone 7A. So today I'm going to give you a update as to how my season is going. I had all kinds of plans for podcasts, and quite frankly, this season has been coming in like a wrecking ball. Uh, Number one, it warmed up much earlier than it typically does, so I was able to get a jump start on the planting. Uh, But then the temperature is just kind of spiking sometimes. Anyway, I've been rushing and just working my behind off to get everything in the ground. So I've been getting up every morning at 6.30 or so, getting outside, getting things in the ground. And... I look at all the containers I have left and I'm just kind of going, oh my gosh. But then I'm looking at all the empty containers that I have and I know that I am making progress. So I just got to keep slogging away. This Saturday, I am going to be in the garden all day. I'm going to be getting up as early as possible and I'm going to see if I can't get the rest of the stuff just planted. Uh, But anyway, I thought I'd give you an update on how things are going. So because the temperature has spiked, my plants are stressed. And so that's one of the reasons I'm trying to work as hard to get them in the ground because they obviously do a lot better um, in the ground because the the ground has a much bigger reservoir. It can hold a lot more moisture. Um, I also have to do some mulching. I'm not going to buy mulch this year. I have so much, so much arborist chips in my backyard. I'm just going to use that. I mean, I prefer having black mulch, but I mean, worst comes to worst, I could just get the mulch dye from Amazon and spray it myself. But I got to do that because it is definitely difficult to keep things watered because there is no mulch there. Um, let's, let me see. Oh yeah. So my chrysanthemums, I know you guys know that I'm into heirloom chrysanthemums. Um, I'm getting ready to put the first set in. This year, I did something a little different. I got them basically hardened off as quickly, early as possible. And I've had them growing outside all this time. And this spring has been very unusual for us. It was similar to last year's spring a little bit. It's been, I mean, we've had temperate, like, temperate temperatures. So we've had 60s. I mean, granted, we've also gotten to the 70s, but we've had a lot of 60 degrees where the temperature in the evening was going down into the 40s. And I don't know, I find that when we have, you know, warmer days, but cooler nights, I find that the perennials do well, especially when we have that over an extended period of time, which we really have. And so those chrysanthemums, I would say within two really two weeks, went from being little rooted um, plugs, which were probably like an inch by an inch by an inch, to filling a four by four by six container that I had bumped them up into. And so the thems are thick. As a matter of fact, I went outside this morning to water and I noticed that at least five or six of those chrysanthemums are actually budding and are getting ready to bloom, which is really crazy because I have never, ever had any of the chrysanthemums bloom in May. I do recall last year getting some like at the end of June, but not in May. So 
I know it's a temperature thing, but you know, I know chrysanthemums like cooler weather because they tend, they usually bloom later in the season in fall. Uh, and I guess right now we kind of are having fall temperatures, but still, um, it's just really weird. Uh, the vegetables are in, well, the cool weather ones, they're definitely not doing like I thought. Uh, the, I did plant some broccoli. It's already bolted. Um, I don't think I'm going to get any florets on it. I think I'm just going to be eating the broccoli leaves, which I do believe I'm pretty sure like every part of the broccoli plant is edible. Same, same thing with the Brussels sprouts. I'm going to be eating some of the leaves because, um, I haven't noticed any little florets. Well, actually I did see something that I thought may be a floret and I'm just kind of waiting, waiting it out. I know Brussels sprouts do take a lot longer to get to you know, the stage where they're producing a harvest, but it's just, it's not been what I thought it was. Uh, the carrots are doing well. I started those indoors again, and this year I actually remembered to plant them outside. Um, so I'm gonna give them some more fertilizer to get them to bulk up. I'm seeing the little carrots. I can see how tiny they are on um, the little shoulders. The little shoulders, I would say, are probably, um, you know, I don't know, maybe half an inch, I think. So they definitely need to bulk up. And I think with another dose of fertilizer, you know, it'll get there. Uh, the tops are getting a lot of green on them. And, you know, the green is getting bigger. And obviously the bigger uh, the leafy portion, that's more energy to develop the root. So I'm hoping to be able to get a pretty decent harvest on those. Uh, let's see, I got corn in the ground. I've given them some fertilizer sticks by Job's. I just put them in there. I've been, you know, remembering to water them. Uh, the thing with the corn is that it needs straight nitrogen. And so I've been, I'm going to get myself some blood meal and put in there because I think like that's going to be the best source of nitrogen for it. And I'm hoping that with that, I'll really start to see it take off. I was a little bit surprised because I've never put my corn in the ground this early because I had that in the ground back in April. Um, but the, the columns are really thick. I don't know. I don't recall the columns on my, on my, um, corn being quite as thick. Uh, they are putting on growth and I know as the weather gets warmer, I'll probably see an increase in the amount they're growing. So we'll see how this year goes. Um, and then I've got peas this year. I had vining peas and so they're taking off. Uh, the strawberries, I'm, I already got a handful. Those are doing well. Uh, the blueberries are forming berries. So everything in the vegetable gardening is coming along. Um, I did my apple tree blossoms. I'm, you know, I'm going to give it some more fertilizer. I'm trying to see if it's developing any apples. I don't notice it yet. But then again, I don't know what I'm looking for. And I don't even know if the tree is old enough. Um, with respect to my fig trees, I lost all the fig trees. So I don't know what I'm going to do about that. Um, I was told by a gardener who lives about a mile away from me that there can be, they can be really finicky until they get established. Uh, the ones I'm really concerned about are the patio figs because, you know, those were in pots. They're supposed to do really well in pots and they just bit the dust. So not too happy about that. Let's see, out in the garden, um, this has been a good year for my bearded irises. Um, the ones that didn't bloom last year are blooming this year. I've been posting pictures like crazy on Instagram. Um, I'm really happy. I've been getting 
multiple flowers on each stalk. And you know, each year the plant's gonna send up more and more stalks and I think it's just gonna be, it's only gonna get better um, every year. Um, some of the chrysanthemums that were in the parterre garden that I thought died, I'm noticing I see growth, which on one hand I like, but on the other hand, I'm like, oh darn it, because I ordered so many additional chrysanthemums because I thought I was, you know, I had to replace. And now I'm kind of going, oops, I don't think I needed quite as many chrysanthemums as I got, but you know what? I'll just have to expand the garden, you know? Um, and this year it was really interesting i noticed for the first time that i actually had iron deficiency which i typically i don't get i mean first off guys iron is one of those things i mean that i think most people tend not to get i think if you get an iron deficiency it's usually because there's an issue with your plant of taking the iron um and i'm actually going to do a separate video on chlorosis because with the way this year is shaping up, it looks like we're going to have a dry summer and which means that there's going to be a lot of stressed plants. And I want to go over chlorosis because there's a lot of people I know last year who believed that their plants had iron deficiency because they assumed that when your leaves are yellowing, it must be chlorosis. And it really, it really, and that's not clear, but I'll go into that more into, into, in a different episode. But my water um, from my well is has iron in it. Um, it's it's iron water, so I have to have filters to take that out. So typically, with the what I'm spraying on the yard, it is iron. You can kind of see that the the water has a, a light reddish tint. So iron deficiency is not something I typically see in my plants. Um, but I did have a couple that were were had some iron deficiency. So I did put a little bit of iron tone and I'm going to go over that because, um, to, to go over, I want to go over how iron tone really works because when I actually got the bag, I was kind of surprised by what I saw. Um, but, and I, I didn't just give them iron tone. I also gave them liquid iron by, um, Bonide because iron tone obviously takes time to break down and they needed something immediate. So with the liquid iron, um, iron that I gave them from Bonide, I did notice within a week it was started, the color was starting to change and now they seem to be, they seem to be okay. So it's one of those things I'm going to be, um, watching. Uh, the other thing is that I've been looking at my fertilizer and I'm not going to stick with Dr. Earth, but not because I don't like it. I think I will keep Dr. Earth to use as a a liquid fertilizer, but um, I'm not going to be sticking to Dr. Earth, but I'll go over that in a different episode when I talk about um, the chlorosis because it's going to, I'm going to kind of get into more of the fertilizer, but I did find an organic fertilizer um, that has a lot more oomph to it and also has my um, macronutrients in it. But sometimes with, you know, organic fertilizers, they don't always have the necessary macronutrient. So I did find one. I'm going to start applying that. I do need to get a scale because it's, I have to be very precise in how I put this down. Um, so hopefully I don't burn my plant. I don't think I should burn my plant. It's just one of those things that it, it's not like a Spoma or Dr. Earth or something like that, where even if you dump too much in it, it's not going to be an issue. This, I, you know, I want to make sure that I'm using it appropriately. 
So let's see. Um, I'm this year. Uh, I had a lot of peonies bloom. Um, they're getting bigger. Um, I had my green halo peonies bloom. Uh, the green lotus didn't bloom this year. Um, I added some new peonies into the yard. Uh, some of them are yellow and that sort of thing. So I think next year they'll probably bloom. The I'm trying to think. Oh, the Lysianthus. I'm getting those in the ground. Um, yeah, that's been quite interesting. I've had, oh boy, it's just been so many. Um, I think for next year, I don't, I won't need as many annuals. Um, I am putting some more perennials in the ground this year. As a matter of fact, I am increasing the amount of perennials I'm putting in by a lot. I have some more perennials to start. I'm going to start those maybe in July so that I can be ready to plant them out in like September. So they'll be ready for next year. Uh, but one thing I could tell this year is that I definitely did not have as much space for the annuals because the perennials are putting on so much growth, uh, particularly the chrysanthemums. Because I tell you what, once those chrysanthemums get in and they're like happy, they definitely start spreading and yeah so i'm just i'm not going to have as much room for um for some for annuals so next year i'm going to i'm going to work try very hard to plant like a fraction a fraction of what i did this year just to make sure that i can get it all in i don't know maybe what i'll do is where the where the middle garden sections are maybe i'll just reserve that section for planting you know, annuals and just let the perennials in the, uh, the color wheel portion of the parterre garden just do their thing because I don't, you know, this, it was, it's been really tough trying to squeeze things in, but I'm going to do it because, you know, I like my full, my full beds, you know, I don't like to see the ground. Um, and I do, you know, I do have space to put things in the, um, promenade garden, which is what is lining the driveway. The only thing is there that section is getting kind of full uh, with perennials. And this year I could definitely tell um, how much the perennials are filling in. But there are some spots I can add additional perennials and that sort of thing. And so I'll be working on that this year uh, because, you know, I would like to start fewer and fewer seeds each year, hopefully. Well, until I start the next section of the garden. Um, I did have the, I know if you guys are on Instagram, you probably noticed that I posted a reel showing that, that the fountain was slightly, um, slightly, uh, not unlevel. It, it did settle. They did come in reset and re and reset that. So it's, it's fine now. There is a crack in the fountain, which I could not see. Um, you know, I could not drain the bottom bowl. Um, I could not see a hole. I could not see one on the base. I didn't think it had a hole. So I was trying to pump water out and then get as much of it as I could by hand, but it did cause a crack. So I'm going to text the guy cause he was supposed to send me, uh, there's a concrete like filler. And so I'm going to have to put it in the hole to make sure that, you know, the crack doesn't, the crack doesn't spread because it was, it was pretty big. I mean, you know, I mean, concrete is going to crack and stuff over time and that sort of thing. But, you know, especially with the winter we had with just how cold 
those two really two, I think it was those two cold nights that we had because that crack was not like that. There wasn't a crack that I saw last year. So, uh, but now that I know where the hole is, how to actually access it, because it's one of those types of things you have to pull, pull the pump house off. And I didn't realize that. I just, I could not see, um, I've seen people with, with these type of fountains before, and I've seen where the hole is. And it's in one of those types of spots where you can run, even if you're looking at the outside of the bowl, you can see it. On my fountain, you cannot see the drain hole from the outside. Like they should, when I actually saw where it was, I was sitting there going, how on earth was I going to be able to see? <laughs> I, I don't think anybody would have realized that that was a drain hole. So anyway, um, now that I have that, I'll do better. And of course, you know, I'll get the, uh, the filler and take care of that and that sort of thing. And it, it should be, you know, it should be fine. And I'll get the tiniest tip cause you know me, I'll, I'll, I'll get that, that, um, that filler in all the way and that sort of thing. So that's that. So I'm trying to think anything else gardening related, um, from this season. Um, Oh yeah. So I did get a new, um, I did get a new lawn vacuum. I got one by Craftman. It works a lot better than the Black & Decker, uh, one that I had. And so it's been nice. It, it shreds the leaves down really, really fine. I have mulched some of the beds with the leaves. Um, I've actually put them in the base of some of the stock tanks I have for the vegetable garden. Um, but it, it works very, very well. Uh, the thing is I have a lot of leaves. So the thing is, of course you have to keep refill, you know, um, you have to keep unloading the bag, like dumping the bag out. Uh, but it does work well. Um, it fits, it, there's a bag that goes on your back. It's, it's a lot more comfortable than the black, the black and Decker one I had, cause the black and Decker was just a single strap over your shoulder, which could be kind of painful. Um, let's see. I think that's, I think that's it for right now, guys. So I'm just, I'm just slugging away. Um, I'm just, you know, continuing to, um, set up the vegetable, the potager garden. I've gotten, um, you know, a lot of stock tanks. I think I have like 13 or was it maybe 16? And I'm going to be continuing to add that to that slowly. Um, right now I have five that need to be set up, but I'm already, um, changing, the layout. I did do a video on that. Um, I, cause I drafted it out and I also kind of made some lines in the, in the mulch and that sort of thing. And, uh, I, the big project I'm going to have to get done at the end of the season, I'm going to have to get that one tree taken down because it is, um, it's in my front yard. It's dead. It just, it needs to come down cause it's losing branches. And the other thing is that I'm going to start planting a hedge on one side of my house. It's going to be on, I guess, when you're looking at my fountain, um, coming off of my, I guess when you walk out my front door, it's to the, to the right. Um, I've had an increasing amount of people who've been walking through my yard. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um, I mean, if you're walking in somebody's hedge or behind their hedge, you're coming from the street and pass on this hedge, obviously you're in somebody's yard. I, I, you know, I, I've yelled at multiple people and it's just, it's absolutely, um, ridiculous. People have no respect today. So anyway, guys, that's it for the update. Um, like at the end of the week, I'm going to try to record, the podcast on chlorosis. So I can go over that because like I said, 
uh, based upon what I'm seeing with the weather, I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of stressed out plants. And before everybody starts reaching for iron tone and whatnot, you need to know what's actually causing chlorosis because chlorosis does not mean iron deficiency necessarily. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, the podcast can be found on iTunes as well as Podbean. And now it can be found on YouTube as well. So I will see you guys in the next video on YouTube, which I forgot what I'm planting now. Actually, it might be a visit to Longwood. I will have to check my stash, but that will be posted on Saturday. And I'm going to try to get through my backlog of videos. So just be prepared for that. So if you guys have any gardening questions, you can leave a comment on Podbean. You can leave a comment on uh, YouTube and, or you could message me through Instagram because I'm very active on that. So thank you guys so much for listening and uh, we'll meet again.